Today's episode of Locked On Eagles is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. You are Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Eagles fans? Welcome into another edition of the Locked On Eagles podcast. As always, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, Louis DiBiase here joining you on this Wednesday edition of the show. It's episode number one this week of three. Download it into your phone when you subscribe to Locked On Eagles. Wherever you get your podcasts, we are available, guys, on all platforms. Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Odyssey, you name it. Gino and I, my co-host Gino Camilleri, we are available three times a week up until next week. Then we're back to Monday through Friday. We are your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. We've been in off-season mode, as I've mentioned on the show now multiple times. This is the last week of that. The network now boosts it back up on the NFL channel to five shows a week starting next Monday as Eagles training camp, guys, is in less than two weeks. It is awesome to see that football is just right around the corner Eagles training camp starts and you know how quickly once training camp rolls through like the dead zone right now it's a little bit slow we tend to of course kind of turn it off a little bit once training camp gets going we're so ready for football at that time right the month and a half we wait with no news at that point us diehards us addicts all of you that listen to this show clearly since we do it five times a week and you guys all keep coming back those of you like that just like myself We're fiending at that point for Eagles news so what, or just any sort of activity. So once training camp comes in, the floodgates are open, and then you see how fast that goes by. Then the preseason rolls around, and considering this year there's only two weeks of the preseason, the regular season is going to creep up even faster this year than it has in years past. So again, we're back to five shows next Monday. So make sure you subscribe to Lockdown Eagles to get updates on shows all throughout the year. And of course, follow us on Twitter as well. We're always talking birds and promoting our stuff on Twitter at Lockdown Birds. And my account is at DBASI LOE. Today, I want to get into the quarterback position once again. It is the most important position in football. It is such a huge year for the Eagles at this position with so many question marks. And of course, I'm not just going to bring up the same talking points that I have in the past, right? I'm not just talking about quarterback because there's nothing to talk about. And you guys think I like beating a dead horse. That's not what it is here. There was some interesting news that kind of developed on Philadelphia sports radio. 97.5. The fanatic today had NFL insider from ESPN, Adam Schefter on their show. And the the interesting part that made me want to do this show today is that, you know, a lot of the time you see these insiders, right? Adam Schefter, Ian Rappaport, when they go on a radio show in a market, right? With a team like Philadelphia, any of the 32 markets in the NFL, they get asked questions about the biggest news, the biggest rumors, and the biggest question marks for that specific team. And of course, with the Eagles, that really all year has been all about the quarterback, about Carson Wentz when the trade rumors spiked at the end of the year, which ended up turning into a real trade. And then, of course, the Jalen Hurts stuff. And then when the draft rolled around, it was, okay, are the Eagles actually sold on Jalen Hurts? Or are they going to try to trade up for Zach Wilson or Trey Lance? Are they in on Justin Fields if he falls down the board? It was Hurts versus the rookies. Before that, it was Wentz versus Hurts versus Howie Roseman as well versus Doug Peterson. It was just a battle royale this offseason at the quarterback position and at the most important spots within the Eagles organization. 
But now it's kind of like it's died down a bit. As I said on the show, I think last week when I talked about Jalen Hurts and we talked about his ceiling when it comes to his arm, his passing ability, not only his arm strength, but his overall arm talent. Right now, there's really no question marks. It's, it feels kind of settled, right? We know that Jalen Hurts is going to be the guy at least for 2021. Even Howie Roseman about a month or two ago went on Sirius XM NFL radio and said, He didn't make Jalen Hurts the franchise quarterback. He didn't say anything like he used to about Carson Wentz, but he did say we want him to go out there and steal the job. We want him to go out there and take it and prove to us that we don't need to go find somebody else next year. And that's kind of where I'm leading to on this show because Adam Schefter himself brought up by himself without being provoked or asked a question about it on 97.5 The Fanatic. He brought up Deshaun Watson's name and he brought up Deshaun Watson with the Philadelphia Eagles. And he linked Watson to the Eagles because, of course, we all know how much ammo the Eagles have in the coming offseason, right? They have two first-round picks right now guaranteed next year. Theirs and the Miami Dolphins. And then again, like we've said before, if Carson Wentz plays 75% of the snaps next year with the Colts or 70% and they make the playoffs, they get a third first-round pick next year. So we know all of the picks they have next year, the cap relief that finally comes. This was a tough year with the salary cap and the year before, but next year it is a lot easier for the Birds. So Schefter himself brought up, look, if, and this is a huge if, and again, I still don't feel totally comfortable talking about Watson with the Eagles, but I feel like it's something that has to be discussed because I feel like the Eagles are going to be, right now, it's just like waiting in the wings, this huge story in this crazy news cycle that hasn't come up yet because we're waiting on this lawsuit. And again, the lawsuit isn't settled and we have no idea what's going to happen. We have no idea what they're going to find and what the resolution is. If Watson's going to see jail time or I don't know what's going to happen. So of course, this is a huge what if scenario, but Adam Schefter brought it up today. So we kind of got to talk about it when a guy like that, that prominent with that many sources and somebody that in tune with teams and rumors, when somebody mentions Watson and the Eagles, like you, you have to discuss it. And he talked about if the Watson lawsuit ends up being settled, right? And the trade request that he made before that from the Houston Texans, if that remains in place, which it absolutely will, he is not going back. No matter what happens, he is not going to be a Houston Texan in 2021 or beyond. Like, I think that is over. So if all of that is settled and Watson does play football again, even if it's in 2022, if none of this gets done until 2022, but he is ready to be a quarterback again. And again, it's still... Just there's a lot of moving parts. It's very uncomfortable. It's very alarming as well, Um, but we have to discuss the possibility. It's just our job to do that. Schefter said if it's possible, if all that is settled, the Eagles would be waiting and they would be very interested. And again, your opinion, you are totally justified to feel outraged by that considering the disturbing findings of that lawsuit so far and what may be transpired with Watson. Even if you don't think that it's a good idea, which I'm kind of in that boat right now, it makes a lot of sense as again, inappropriate and conflicting as it is. Because when you look at the Eagles track record, when you look at their philosophy, when you look at just the situation between them, the quarterback position and Deshaun Watson, it does make sense. The Eagles, look, they give second chances. And the biggest example I use and everybody else uses is Michael Vick in 2009. Coming out of jail, they had no reason to give Vick, who, I mean, was public enemy number one in this country. I mean, obviously not. That's an over-exaggeration. But we all know what happened with the, the dog fighting situation, right? He was hated unanimously throughout the country. And the Eagles had a franchise quarterback in Donovan McNabb. 
And they also had another quarterback in Kevin Cobb who they had just picked in the second round in the previous draft. So they had no reason to take that risk for Michael Vick coming straight out of prison, but they did. They gave him the second chance as chaotic and circus-like as it was in that 2009-2010 offseason. But nonetheless, like the Eagles do take shots like that, especially at the quarterback position. We know how obsessed, especially Howie Roseman is with getting this position right and with constantly throwing resources at it for Carson Wentz, for all the weapons around Carson Wentz, for Nick Foles, and then paying Nick Foles again just to be the backup, an insane amount of money after he won the Super Bowl in 2017-2018. A second-round pick on Jalen Hurts, right? We've seen the contracts he gave Chase Daniel and Sam Bradford. So for those reasons, and for, again, all the ammo they have, they have more ammo to offer than anybody to Houston next year. First-round picks. A potential young quarterback himself in Jalen Hurts, who, if he's not great next year, but he's just good, that's something at, what, 23 years old that the Houston Texans could absolutely want a very similar style to Deshaun Watson himself. So the ammo, the second chances the Eagles give, their obsession with getting the quarterback position right and investing resources in it. And of course, the fact that they're not sold on their own quarterback right now makes all of this make a lot of sense. And another thing makes sense for this too. They are so into Watson's style of play. The Philadelphia Eagles, look, Watson just himself, I mean, of course, the most simple and obvious reason they'd be interested is because when Watson is on the field, he's a top five quarterback in football. Like that, regardless of what maybe kind of monster he is off the field, we have no idea the truth yet. But, I mean, we might never know the truth, but we know on the field how good he is. So that's the obvious reason that teams like the Eagles with question marks at quarterback would be interested. But again, it also has to do with mobility. Like you look at the Eagles history, they love this style of player. Randall Cunningham, Donovan McNabb, Michael Vick, Carson Wentz, Jalen Hurts, the list goes on and on. The Eagles are the biggest investor in mobile quarterbacks of any team, I think, in NFL history. And it really isn't that close. So those reasons just make Watson and the Eagles make a lot of sense. Enough, so much so that Schefter himself, the biggest NFL insider in the world, brought it up himself without even being asked a question on 97.5 The Fanatic today in Philadelphia. So it's very interesting and it's something to keep an eye on. It's kind of, it's a lot of pressure for Jalen Hurts that this top five quarterback is just maybe waiting in the wings, potentially stealing his job. There's so many question marks and so many moving parts right now, but uh, it's something that is just kind of like you feel this big cloud behind you right now, a dark one, but a very big and influential cloud indeed that could really change the landscape of this franchise. If something did happen down the road, would Deshaun Watson want to come to Philadelphia though? That's an interesting question that we could get into. And we're going to coming up next right here on locked on Eagles. Today's episode of locked on Eagles is brought to you by the best tasting protein bar by far on the planet. It's built bar. Did you know that built bar has so many delicious flavors? There's something for everybody. If you like coconut, we've got coconut cherry barcia. If you're a mint person, we've got mint brownie orange chocolate. That's kind of a go-to for me. Cookies and cream, German chocolate, strawberry, salted caramel, you name it. There is something. Built Bar is a healthy alternative to your everyday snack. It's covered in 100% chocolate, so you wouldn't know it, but it only has 130 to 150 calories in every bar, 17 grams of protein, and only five grams of sugar. 
Best of all, I can get you 15% off your next order at built.com when you use our promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 at built.com. All right, guys, welcome back into this Wednesday edition of Locked on Eagles. Louis DiBiase getting into the rumors and the comments made by NFL insider Adam Schefter today about the Eagles and their interest in Deshaun Watson. However, would if, again, the lawsuit, and these are all, I'm totally living this hypothetical world right now, so bear with me. I, I hope I'm not being inappropriate or insensitive to the situation. This is just, it's a huge story. It's a huge prominent player in the NFL at the biggest position that the Eagles, again, whether we, I'm with you, that I feel very uncomfortable about the Eagles' interest in Deshaun Watson right now. But the fact of the matter is, for a lot of the reasons I laid out in segment one, the fact of the matter is, they're going to be interested if he plays football again and if that lawsuit is settled. But would Deshaun Watson, if all of that is settled, would he be interested in the Eagles? And it's again, it's crazy to think about Watson and any sort of leverage that he would have right now considering his situation. But if it's resolved in a favorable way for Watson, he's still going to choose his fate. Like the Houston Texans can't just trade him to any team. We see the power right now that NFL players are learning that they have more and more in kind of dictating their futures and where they're going to go. Like you're not just going to ship off Deshaun Watson to any team. And so the question is, is Deshaun Watson okay with being a Philadelphia Eagle? We see, uh, look, Philadelphia is probably one of the least ideal spots for a quarterback to go to based on like the culture and the, the stigma around the fans and how they treat quarterbacks like Donovan McNabb and Carson Wentz. So I don't know with that and the circus that has been this front office and ownership dynamic with Howie Roseman, Jeffrey Lurie, the coaches, does a guy like Deshaun Watson, who's kind of trying to leave that kind of organization right now, is he going to be okay coming to an organization that has a lot of that stigma, a lot of that kind of similar vibe? Um, I'm not sure. Look, it's not like they have nothing to offer. If you remove those kind of things, it is a pretty intriguing situation. It's a pretty intriguing young nucleus of weapons. It's not like the Eagles have bare bones to offer Watson. Like he doesn't have to come in and throw to what Carson Wentz had to in 2019. Like if Devonte Smith lives up to the hype, that's a top tier receiver, potentially the best college football player in 2020, the Heisman winner. You have Miles Sanders, who I know there's a lot of down talk right now on Miles Sanders. I saw, I think PFF ranked him as the 19th overall running back. I don't agree with that at all. I think Deshaun Watson would really like to play with Miles Sanders, especially the 2019 version. If he does become that player again. And I don't think the 2020 Miles Sanders was bad at all. I actually thought there was a lot of things he improved on in 2020. So Devonte Smith, Miles Sanders, maybe Jalen Rager, depending on what he becomes in 2021. Dallas Goddard, I think, is a top five, maybe even top three tight end, top four at least in football. PFF seems to think so. So there's a young, intriguing nucleus of weapons, and especially if Watson can't play till 2022, we'll have more answers on those guys. Sanders, Smith, Rager. He also has a top-tier offensive line he would be coming to, and that he never had in Houston. That's why they gave up so many resources for a guy like Laramie Tunsil just at one spot. Houston's offensive line in front of Watson since 2017, not good. Bottom tier of the league. He'd be coming into a situation, a Philadelphia offensive line, that for the last, what, 
I mean, it's crazy how good the offensive line and offensive line has been for so long. A decade plus, the majority of it, 90% of the time, the Eagles have had franchise left tackles, right tackles, the, some of the best interior offensive linemen in football, and I think they still have that. So I think he'd be coming into a great situation on the offensive line, and then he would have a head coach, Nick Sirianni, who I think will be like Doug Peterson, a guy that people want to play for, an offensive mind that I think a guy like Deshaun Watson would really like to play for. So there is a lot of things that are intriguing about the Eagles for a quarterback, even of Deshaun Watson's ability. I don't Again, I don't know when this would happen, though, and that's the big question. I don't think anything with Watson and his lawsuit is going to get resolved anytime soon. This might be something we have to revisit in 2022, which would be more interesting. It'd be a more interesting conversation at that time because at that point we would know kind of what Jalen Hurts is or we would have known what he became in 2021 with a full year as the starting quarterback, and we'd have kind of a good idea of what we have to deal with with the 2021 quarterback class in the draft. So 2022 might be the time that this really picks up steam, but who knows? Who knows when this lawsuit's going to get settled? Who knows what kind of punishment he would get from the league if it is a settlement indeed and Watson doesn't see jail time or anything like that and he can play football again? There's a lot of moving parts to this, but you have to talk about it because you don't know when this stuff can get resolved and if Watson could even play in 2021 and if that would make the Eagles strike as soon as that is settled and Houston is willing to talk and the NFL allows it, it could happen at any point. So it's something that you have to be ready for. Um, I think it's not like it's something I think is going to happen before the season. I think you will see Jalen Hurts get that chance to be the starter this year, especially even if they traded for Watson anyway. He's going to get suspended, but I don't know. I mean, does some of this get resolved and the Eagles jump earlier than the 2022 offseason? Does Jalen Hurts get to see that opportunity in 2021 as the guy. It's something that's really interesting, and it's something that you have to keep watching. You have to just keep watching everything at quarterback with the Eagles. Everything is always on the table with this team at quarterback, especially now with all the moving parts, all the ammo they have, all the question marks. It's just such a fascinating, interesting situation. Louis DiBiase joining you on this Wednesday edition of Locked On Eagles. We've got one more segment to go. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Eagles fans, today's Locked On Eagles is brought to you by Rock Auto. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same auto parts from a chain store or a new car dealership? Rock Auto's prices, they're reliably low for every customer. They have everything you need. Brake parts tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs for your baby, for your car, or your truck. Rock Auto is a family business. They've been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years now online. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car, your truck, right down, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. All right, everybody, welcome back into this Wednesday edition of Locked On Eagles. Louis DiBiase getting into the Deshaun Watson rumors and how that affects the Eagles, the NFL. Jalen Hurts, too. Look, there's you guys have heard me say this before, but thinking about Deshaun Watson in this situation, and again, the Eagles' ammo, their optionality, it really gets me thinking again about the crazy pressure on Jalen Hurts. Again, it's already really, really hard to be a quarterback in Philadelphia for all the reasons we've discussed before. Um... But this year especially, considering who he's replacing in Carson Wentz and what Wentz showed over the 2016 to 2020 
stint with the Eagles, especially if he's really good in Indy and considering Justin Fields, the Eagles passed on and potentially even Trey Lance, if those guys become good. And again, Wentz is good in Indianapolis. Um, And considering the picks they have next year, the ammo they could use to get somebody in the 2021 draft or a guy like Deshaun Watson, or if Russell Wilson, for God's sake, ever becomes available again, like he maybe was this past offseason. And that kind of gets the ball rolling again. We know how the Eagles feel about Russell Wilson and how they felt about him coming into the draft. And I'm sure they haven't changed that opinion about him considering the Eagles still to this day have never beat Russell Wilson in an NFL game. So if for all those reasons, there is so much pressure on Jalen hurts. Like it isn't fair or realistic, but Jalen hurts in 2021 to keep his job after next year, he has to be great. He has to be, I don't know if he has to be Carson Wentz 2017, but he has to have moments like that. He has to have games like that. He has to show at least what, like Nick Foles in 2013 wasn't Carson Wentz of 2017. He wasn't even Michael Vick of 2010 or Donovan McNabb of 2004, right? Although the numbers say he was 27 touchdowns, two picks. He broke the record for, he tied the record for most touchdowns in a game with seven that year against the Raiders, took the Eagles to the playoffs, nearly beat Drew Brees. Like it was a huge year for Nick Foles in his second year. Um, But at the same time, we weren't sold on Nick Foles at the end of 2013. I remember that draft when the Eagles were on the clock. I remember Rich Eisen bringing up the idea, like, would they consider Johnny Manziel? Would they consider a quarterback? Because, of course, Chip Kelly recruited Johnny Manziel to Oregon. But at the same time, like, Nick Foles had that crazy year and that crazy stat line, but he wasn't somebody that people were sold on as the franchise quarterback. He has to hurt. Jalen Hurts has to have at least that kind of season. He doesn't have to be an MVP candidate, but honestly, yeah, he has to be better than good. I think, I don't know. I don't, uh, again, there's a, it's, there's a fine line there between good and great. If he shows a lot, multiple moments of greatness, then okay. But he's got to at least show that kind of stuff. He can't just be solid, good, not great. And maybe just one great game. Like he has to do it a lot next year, I think, to keep his job. And again, that's not fair. I don't think it's realistic, especially considering the Eagles roster this year and all the question marks and the moving pieces, a new head coach, so many young players on both sides of the ball. But honestly, that's the situation. The Eagles can't afford to be extremely patient with Jalen Hurts. They First off, they can't settle, they can't afford to, and they won't anyway. The Eagles have never settled at the quarterback position. And again, this year is the year they have to figure it out because they have a ton of ammo and they have a lot of optionality. Like Howie Roseman said in that interview with SiriusXM NFL Radio a couple months ago, they want Jalen Hurts to take the job, but they're not going to give it to him. It would be naive, it would be stupid, honestly, to do that, to talk about him like you would talk about Carson Wentz because you're not sold, because he hasn't shown you nearly enough. We got to see what he shows us in 2021, because Howie Roseman has a lot of optionality. And like I said before, I look, I hope Jalen Hurts does show us this. I'm not rooting against the kid. I want, it would make life a lot easier for the Eagles if Jalen Hurts just became the guy, right? Then you don't have to deal with this Deshaun Watson stuff. Even if you get him, you know he's going to be great. But like Michael Vick, it's an uncomfortable thing to have Deshaun Watson there. Even if this lawsuit is settled, we have no idea what actually went, went on. 
Um, so it's going to be kind of hard to root for him, honestly. It's going to be very uncomfortable. So that situation could be avoided. You know, you wouldn't have to move all these picks next year to get a quarterback or take one at all. You could use your three first-round picks to build around Jalen Hurts to go get him another receiver or another offensive lineman or defensive pieces, right? You can use those things to build around your quarterback instead of using them to go get a quarterback. So it would make life easier for the Eagles if Jalen Hurts is the guy. There's a difference between what you want to happen and what you think is going to happen. Do I think Jalen Hurts is going to be the guy? No. Do I want him to be? Yes. And that's sometimes what I think people misconstrue about my opinion with Hurts, and they failed to separate those two things. I'm not rooting for Jalen Hurts to fail. Why would I ever root for the Eagles quarterback to fail? That would be stupid on my part as an Eagles fan. But do I think that's going to be the reality? I'm not so sure, but we'll see. It's an interesting situation, and again, there's stories that continue to come out about it, like this Deshaun Watson thing, and it's going to continue that way until Jalen Hurts says, this is my team, I'm the guy, and this is why. Here's my tape from 2021. Louis DiBiase signing off on this Wednesday edition of Locked on Eagles. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow and Friday. We've got two more shows this week, and then next week we kick it back up five days a week, Monday through Friday, on any platform that you subscribe to L-O-E. Follow us on Twitter as well, at LockdownBirds, at D-B-I-C-L-O-E, and I'll see you tomorrow. As always, thank you for downloading, thank you for listening, and let's go Birds.